It's time to feel the rage. Welcome to Film Rage, where we talk movies in theaters, streaming, and classic films as well. Directors and actors beware, as you cannot hide from the rage. My name is Bryson. I'm part of the Film Rage crew, which also includes Jim. Hey there, Jim. Hey, hey, Bryce. And also, we have the Merman, who just happens to be wearing a Deadpool t-shirt. Are you super stoked about Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds joining forces in the new Deadpool movie, which is coming out who cares when? Maximum effort, baby. I don't know what that means. So with the introductions out of the way, oh, that's Rage on. I heard a rumor that... I heard a rumor. Yeah, I heard a rumor. They say you had a broken heart. Hugh Jackman was inside Ryan Reynolds in this movie. I don't know what that means. So, so that what does that make you think, listeners? That's right. That he's inside him. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Like emotionally? Uh, no, physically. I think he stabs him with his claws. It was. It was like an Mm. Ant Man kind of thing. Ah, gotcha. Oh, Ant Man kind of thing. I don't even know what that means. Uh, he just better not grow full size when he's up Ryan Reynolds' rectum. Well, that's that's all see. I want to say. He's in Ryan Reynolds' rectum? Possibly. I'm not, I don't know. I haven't seen the movie. I don't know what you're talking about. But I'm about. looking forward to him being inside Ryan Reynolds. This right. all sounds like jibber-jabber that's to me. Right. Yep. Well, thanks to all been supporting us. If you love our independent podcast, please like, subscribe, share, and give us a five-star rating on your listening platform. Or support us and join the Film Rage community by joining a membership at buymeacoffee.com forward slash filmrageyyc. If you cannot commit to a membership, you can still buy us movie rental and dare us to see it and we will if it played anywhere in the world in a cinema and it's not a children's movie we'll watch it now let's get to raging but first here's a word from our sponsor hey bryce what are you doing tonight i'm going to my favorite cinema canyon meadow cinema to see the best second run movies at the best price what how inexpensive are they regular price is five bucks five bucks regular price is five bucks five bucks makes me hope they also serve pizza they do plus a lot of other great food choices plus i'm planning my office christmas party there they can host a plethora of options for any get together gaming movie drag show drag show now i know where i'm planning my next party hey maybe you think there's a, a liam neeson or a superhero movie plan Ugh, i hope not but uh maybe there'll be a great independent documentary sure Call CMC at 403-670-5444 to book a special event or go online at canyonmeadowscinemas.ca. <laughs> what the hell Bryce is doing? That's giving you the thumbs up. I don't know what you were doing. <laughs> Not just one, thumbs yeah, up. Two thumbs up, Merman. Confuse the crap out of me. We'll for the movies that we saw at the theaters last week. Will the amazing man predict? What will the amazing man predict? Here he comes swimming to you. I really hate that so much. Okay. Well, in an odd stroke of luck, okay. I actually saw two out of the three. What? Well, Jim and I had a date night because a certain somebody bailed on us. Stood me up, and he doesn't like me watching movies by myself in the theater all exactly. along. Exactly. 
I watched all the movies by my, well, one of them by myself yeah, all alone. You're always like that. Yeah, you're, you're a the, loner. The other one, it was they had like some weird. It was like four dollars and fifty cents to go to the movie. It was crazy. Well, Cineplex is five dollar movies on Tuesdays. Yeah, no, it was four fifty because I was a Cineplex whatever. Well, there you member. go. Super. For a non-member, it's only five. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm saying that's what I told you last week. The whole month of February, it's five dollar movies at Cineplex. But it usually works. But on there's it's Tuesdays. also two two Tuesdays in February. Landmarks also doing the same thing. I didn't know that. What? Yesterday and two weeks from now. Oh. oh. Well, you, you know go. what? Another week next week, we're also not going to see movies together. So this... That's right. I, I don't know how much longer I can take this not seeing a movie with know. Bryce. I don't know. <sighs> anyway, yeah. So... And I'm kind of indifferent to it. There's so. <laughs> three movies on here. Yes. The first one. What's which called? See. Which is called? Lisa Frankenstein. Yes. Yes. What did you think we thought of that? I watched the trailer. Mm. It looked really stupid. Right. Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is going to be really stupid and really cheesy and really bad. Okay. Uh, so on the trailer. Uh, based on the trailer. Yes. Uh, I'm not going to base it on the trailer because I, I know what Jim thought of it. But I, I'm thinking Jim, because it was about zombies, sort of, undead. And it was cheesy. And there was killing. And it was 80s. I think he mondoed that. There's oh, I, no freaking way. I hope he did. And you, there's no way in hell you would ever go above a meh. So I think All you right. might have met that one. All right. So we got a meh and a mondo prediction. All right. What out, else of, you got? out of darkness, which I also unfortunately saw. Slept through half of. Slept oh through my half of. Goodness. Um. So Merman did not like it. Interesting. Uh, if I understood it, maybe. Anyway. We'll get to that later. Um, I don't know. I'm taking a shot here. All right. I don't think Jim loved it. Okay. I think maybe a meh for him. Meh for You, Jim. on the other hand, I think it's exactly your kind of oh, creep-tastic drama movie. So really? I, I think you mondo that. Mondo. All right. What's I'm going to reiterate. I don't give a interesting. crap. Interesting. <laughs> and the last one. Which I saw just the trailer for. Mm. Sometimes I think about dying. Yes. With Daisy Ridley. Yes. yes. In her post Star Wars. Yes. She looked really weird. Well, post that. Star Wars. It's well, been a while. Yeah, but she made her her billions from Star Wars. She made billions she, and she, billions. Well, she was a star. Wow. She must have made something. She now, made bucks. Now, now she has to work for a living. Yep. Oh. Well, um, why would she have to work for a living if she's made billions? I she mean, must do, be doing this just for fun. Do then. actual movies. She's got a spending habit. She can't just oh. show up and, and and wave a lightsaber in front of a green screen. She has to actually do some acting. <laughs> I don't. I don't think she made billions. <laughs> she made some money. She made a little bit of money. Coin. Uh, I don't know. It looked really weird. I didn't even. I couldn't even tell you who that guy was. Yeah. Opposite. I mean, I'm sure he was. Somebody. Famous, he's a guy. He's a no guy. Idea. I thought I recognized him, but I didn't. No, <laughs> I, I didn't recognize him. Um, I don't know who he is. Yeah, let's let's uh, give Jim a math for that one. Math for Jim. All right. And I think you mondoed that one. Ooh, you you think I mondoed two movies this week? Wow. Yeah. What? Again, I don't really care. All right. <laughs> so you got me for math mondo mondo and Jim for mondo math math. Yeah. Interesting. I'm Very sure you're gonna rage all three of them. Interesting. Maybe. I've already, it's already in, I've already, already decided. In it's not that I've, you know. It's not like you're going to change it. I'm not going to change anything. All right. Well, why don't we talk about the monster in the room, Lisa Frankenstein? 
Price. Tell us about Lisa Frankenstein. If I must. You must. All right. Not sure what this film was. It wasn't scary, romantic, or funny, which is odd as it has been called a romantic horror comedy. What is it? I do not know. However, I do know that it was very boring. Really, really boring. Diablo Cody wrote this, and I would imagine it was written when she was in junior high, as there is no depth to any character. It is just one disjointed scene after the other, which just makes for a frustrating experience. And why on earth is this called Lisa Frankenstein? Her name is Lisa Swallows, and the monster in this is obviously a zombie and has nothing to do with Frankenstein. The I don't mo- know what movie you saw, but exactly. okay. Exactly. I think you saw the wrong movie. Yeah, this movie about I don't know what is a misfire at every turn, although it did make me laugh once when Lisa's stepsister, whose name eludes me because this whole movie eludes me. Taffy. Says. Laffy Taffy. Says half the school is about to take a trip to Boner Town and they don't even know it. <laughs> that is the one thing that made me laugh in the nice. entire movie. So. It did make me laugh once, so it's a man. No, this was a hard rage. (laughs) This was such a piece of garbage. My God, this was awful. There was not one redeeming quality in this whole thing. It was poorly written. It was poorly directed. There was nothing. This was, I'm waiting for something to happen. I'm watching this thing and I'm like, what the hell am I watching? Why aren't I falling asleep right now? Because this is awful. Awful! This could not have, like, this literally felt like it was written by somebody that was maybe 13 years old. Maybe. And poorly. Like, like an F student. Like some, some student has, Is that a, failing English, has no ambition to write a decent script. It's just garbage. I could have written something in 15 minutes that was better than this. There's nothing here. And nothing was connected. It was all disjointed garbage. I hated this movie. Hey, hey, hated it. Nice. Awesome. Do you want to go next or you want me to go? Well, I have slightly better things to say about than you than this guy does. Okay, well, why don't you go next? Uh, As usual, I completely disagree with Bryce, but that's not really anything new. Um... I was honestly surprised by this film. Based on the trailer, I thought it would be stupid. Like Bryce said it was. Like Bryce thinks oh, that it was. it was. I should have known better. Based on the fact that it was written by Diablo Cody, who I love, uh, nearly all of her films have that sharp, biting wit and dark comedy. Until now. Shut up. Yeah, shut up. I swear, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn your volume down. He's going to moo-oo. It's an interesting retelling of the classic Mary Shelley story, infused with teen angst ridden 1989 vibe, and a style very similar to films like Heather's, Jawbreaker, Beetlejuice, and Edward Scissorhands. I loved all In those In fact, movies. while I was watching it, I kept getting flashbacks of Winona Ryder with twinges of John Hughes films. <sighs> Wish I could have had hey, that Hey, shut up! <laughs> Um, as Veronica Sawyer would say, my teen angst has a body count. It's moody, messy, campy as hell. It had everything I love about the 80s, including a kick-ass soundtrack. Catherine Newton delivers probably her best performance, 
and considering her last film was Quantumania, I was pleasantly surprised. But the only knock against this film was that it was another PG-13 horror film, which I usually despise. I had an awesome time at this film with my bestie Jim. A totally tubular, cowabunga, Mondo. Nice. Mondo. <laughs> He's so there. that Mondo, Bryce. That's right. Yeah. All right. No. Let me tell you about Lisa Frankenstein. I'm going to preface this before I talk about the fact that this is one of those movies that if you see it with your bestie, which obviously Bryce didn't care to do no, with he us. Didn't. No. You will have a much more fun time watching I th- it. I probably would have hated it more because no. I would have been rolling my eyes at you two wieners. Yeah, you you would have possibly been rolling your eyes, but you could not help from oh, as we were rolling on the floor at times laughing. Firstly, at what? Firstly, and this is why I think Bryce needs was not in the right headspace. Firstly, you must he has suspend. No joy in his heart. You, that's that's right. He's he's got he's like the Grinch, but has a smaller heart. Yes. First, he's the he, Grinch of movie reviewers. Yes, exactly. First, you must suspend disbelief about actual science, just like you have to believe that Mary Shelley's Frankenstein could actually happen. Now, also suspend any sense of reality, teenage coming-of-age plots, or anything that might seem real about a Frankenstein monster love story. This story is like Mean Girls meets Heathers, meets Twilight, meets Pet Cemetery, meets Wednesday Adams, with a soundtrack that was what did killer. You watch? And some of the creepiest and funniest dialogue and story ideas to come out of Teenageville in a long, That's long right. time. What are you what movie did you watch? Apparently the one that was a different the dialogue was freaking hilariously it was. funny. It was not. It, it was. We were laughing our asses off the whole movie. Yeah. I sat in a theater with about 30 people, and there wasn't one laugh in the well, entire They're all movie. joyless, too. Yeah. Okay. Apparently. Were you the only two laughing, by the we way? We were the only two in the movie. No, there were pe- people behind us. I heard, were, them, I heard them laugh. They were laughing. Okay. Not as much as Murray and I. I'm, going, I'm not going to lie. There is a lot wrong with this film in its identity as to what it was. So to... A point, Bryce, on that. It starts out kind of like most teenage rom-com films, but then Lisa fucks a Frankenstein monster and shit got super disturbing. By the time we got to the end, this was totally fucked up. And I'm not going to lie again, I laughed a lot. In this, especially when our monster, and I'm putting it in heavy quotes here, goes shopping for his Frankenweenie. That's right. I wasn't liking the trajectory of Lisa's character as much as the monster himself, which does kind of also follow Mary Shelley's Frankenstein a bit, because it was kind of the same in the original. I also didn't like the professor who created... No, the creatures. The the original Frankenstein is a brilliant acting by the one and only mesmerizing he's not even paying attention he's not even paying attention i'm pointing at bryce no, Lugosi, right no on cheney i'm sorry i wasn't listening in the original frankenstein who is I the just, monster i thought it was bella Lugosi. it's funny what? no that's dracula oh <laughs> bryce on cheney i don't know bryce <laughs> bryce <laughs> 
Bryce. Yeah, what what? <laughs> I don't know. It was like 1930. He's just guessing old actors now. Uh, I never saw it. I don't watch old movies. Bryce, the totally mesmerizing. Paying attention. Yes. The monster in Frankenstein. Who is in the goddamn movie? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's, it's the mummy. Who's the mummy? The hell's his name? It's it's Boris Karloff. Thank you. (laughs) God. It's not Boris Karloff. Well, who the hell was it then? See, you don't know either. He doesn't know. I for- no, it's not Boris Karloff. Uh, it's Boris Karloff. It, it is Boris, Boris Karloff. <laughs> oh, my God. I was just messing with him. Okay, it's okay, easy to mess with me you. these days because I forget everything. He's yeah, literally forgotten everything. But yeah, no, it's Boris Karloff. Yeah. So Boris Karloff in Frankenstein, the yes. original, is yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Yes, that's true. And I'm also in love with him. So I was also in love with with the monster in this one. Okay, keep on going, and then we'll discuss how this was Frankenstein in any way. We got some unpacking to do. There is some great period piece Easter eggs in this to horror and film of yesteryears from the 1980s. I checked my mind at the door and suspended disbelief, which allowed me to laugh myself into this being a meh. I didn't love it because there was a lot of problems I had with the story itself, but but I did have a joyful adventure and I laughed a lot with my man, Mer. Other than Boner Town, there was nothing in there. There was so much There's funny so in this. So much funny. Taffy oh, was awesome. No. Laffy Taffy was Laffy making Taffy me laugh was, was the awesome. whole time. The, the mother, the mother who I'll, was I'll like, give you, I'll give it. The mother was terrible. She was, she was exactly she was the character. Awesome. No, she was awful. Her ter- her, the only thing that was mildly amusing in any way was the dynamic between whatever Laffy her name. Taffy? Laffy Taffy and the dad. That was it. That was also They had good. this weird dynamic that was, yep. that was, that was almost. And, and the reason it's Frankenstein... I wasn't rolling my eyes at a few scenes that they had together, but other than that, this was the, this was god-awful. This was poorly written. Uh, it was, it was not... You. It's a rom-com. It, the story is badly written. I'm going to give that, but there was a lot of good dialogue that made no, me laugh. No, there was. It was really funny. I, this made me laugh a lot. It was garbage. I did. Um, okay, explain to me how this is Frankenstein in Okay, way. because... Because he, she what? was cutting off body parts. He was parts. missing body parts. He was missing body and, parts, and so and she took she his. She sewed them back she, on. She took his ear and put it on, and then she put him in the. Um, the yeah, but that's not how Frankenstein worked. First, you put the thing together, and then you bring it to life. Yeah. So, so this him, was not a Frankenstein it, monster. Yes. This was a zombie that she was just show, sewing body parts no, onto. No, it wasn't because the electricity. It's totally different. The, the electric okay, body alive. Okay. Yeah. Can I? Can we just back it up? He was dead. Yes. The, the actual lightning, lightning electric current brought him back to yes. life. Not really. Yes. yes that's exactly how he it's came back to zombie. life. And then they used the magical ta- electric cut flying tanning bed yes. to fuse the body, fuse parts, the body parts onto his body and made him young again. Yes. I, I don't know where you were missing exactly. any of that. Honestly, that's exactly what happened. I think, I think what... I think there was nobody there to hold Bryce accountable from falling asleep. That's right. And I think what happened was I didn't he was fall bored asleep. and he felt. <laughs> I, well, I was bored. Is this Wienergate all over again? No. I think you might have fallen asleep. I did. <laughs> Number one, no, I did not. I actually, I think it was like, uh, I don't know. I went to the 120 showing on 
Monday afternoon because like, I was like, you know what? Sounds like a sleeping kind was, of scenario. Yeah. To I was me. like, I'm kind of sick of working, so I'm just gonna go to a movie. So I said, Hey, manager man, I'm leaving. You and call he him said, sick again? And he, no, no, I was at work. Yeah. I said, Hey, he manager man. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I'm gonna leave because I want to go to a movie at 1:20. <laughs> and he said, Yeah. And he's <laughs> like, uh, Do I have to pay you? No. He's like, uh, Get out. I guess. I was like, Cool. See ya. Wow. And then I went to like the second worst movie of the year. No, it well, no, I like this movie. It was awful. It was funny. It was so so so. It was, there was a lot so, of bad so in awful. this, but there was a no. lot of bad funny. There was all bad in this. It was very funny. Yeah, Laffy Taffy made me laughy. Laffy Taffy. No, yep. was probably the nicest cheerleader on film I have ever yeah, seen. Yeah, she was awesome. Because every cheerleader I've I'll ever g- seen. In I'll any give movie, you that she was okay, and the dad was okay, and everything else was garbage. Whatever. I like the fact that she fucked a dead guy that yeah. had tears that smelt like anus. Yeah, she still fucked him. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. <laughs> and no tongue, apparently. Yeah. Well, she he got a new tongue eventually from somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. This, this movie is obviously not going to be for everybody. No, it's not. As you see, it's we got for a, nobody we got the except for you two wieners. We we got a trifecta in this one. Yeah. Apparently. Do you know what the IMDb on it is? Just uh, so you probably know, probably not great. Like three no, or one. Six. Zero? Is it zero? Uh, I was reading reviews. I'm going with zero. Uh, Six or seven. I think it's zero. It has to be zero. After Murray gave it a 10 and I gave it a seven, Uh it's now at a 6.5. There you go. Well, that's insane. Because it was funny. It's a decent movie. What's it it in Rotten Tomatoes? Like 12%? I don't know. I only look at IMDb. That's all that matters. It's garbage. All right. Well, we went from that... Into another monster movie. Yeah. Called. Sort of. Out of Darkness. Is that one? Is that what it's about? Is it a yes. monster movie? Ish. Yeah, kind of. 45,000 years ago, they didn't have it that easy. And it seemed like everything, including the weather, the elements, other people, and in particular monsters, were out to get you. You get introduced to a very small tribe of possible Homo sapiens Neanderthal. Felinus, made up of a leader of the tribe, his brother, his son, mother of his child, some random elder, and a stray. It's a very basic plot. They left from somewhere and are looking for somewhere to find food and a nice yeah, warm no cave that, to that live in. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, shit goes wrong. As they are led to a forest, which they all know is a bad idea, mm-hmm. but because some quote unquote monster or thing took out the leader's son, he decides to choose to chase after it. The suspense in this is fantastic. They, they really play the Hitchcock slash Jaws suspense card here, as we never really get to find out what our monster is till pretty much the very end of the film. Mm. All the while, we slowly lose people through different means, but ultimately because their leader makes bad decisions and puts the entire tribe in harm's way. The music and sound in this is great. The cinematography and lighting is all done very well. The amazing color and darkness saturation scenery, which was each scene taking on a feel and atmosphere all of its own. The film is done in my now second favorite language called Tola, created specifically for this film by our director. Nope, it's a made up it's a made up language. By our director Andrew Cumming and writers Ruth Greenberg and Oliver Kassman. The suspense is great. 
We got a lady who kicks ass and punch dicks. We got super idiotic men leaders and men in general are expendable and edible apparently. I really like this. I really liked it a lot. In fact, I loved it just a little bit. So it's getting a very low Mondo from me. Mm. And I got some unpacking to do, but what do you guys right. think? Mer, what'd you think? <laughs> I'll be brief. What All the right. hell is this about? All right. Really? Okay. I think I slept through half of it, oh. which is further proof I shouldn't do double features anymore. Mm. <laughs> uh, I had no clue what was going on, apart from all the screeching and scary noises. Yes. There were subtitles, another bad sign for me. Since I didn't really see enough of this film, I don't really want to rate it. But the parts I did see were a rage. Okay. Yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. I will tell you something about it later. Like, we I, I got the general gist of it. They're starving, they're looking for food, and then there's monsters in the cave. Like, yeah, that's about it. I don't know. Yeah, you got it. That's and, that's a monster movie. A you got it. Like, it's Jaws, but forty-five. I thought you years said you slept like, through some of it. I woke up at the end because there was so much <laughs> damn screeching. I you just described. You, you just spoiled the whole movie for everybody. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All I right, didn't tell you who lived, did I? No. So you don't. Know or that. who died? Exactly. What people lived and died? Yeah, that's right. They didn't all survive. Well, that's what did you think true. of Out of Darkness, Pricey? Well, Out of Darkness looked good enough. The acting was good enough. There are some mildly chilling moments, but its predictability ultimately makes this 87-minute journey seem longer. And its final act reveal didn't do anything for me. I also don't really think that 45,000 years ago would have resulted in these characters being about tolerance and understanding, which seems to be the heavy handed message. It's a nice message, but it does not belong in this film. This film was about, should have been about one thing, survival and should have stayed on that path. Still, I didn't hate it. It was meh. Not really much to say about this movie. It was okay. Um, <clears throat> I, well, the reason I think I liked it the most than you two, apparently. Um, so the story behind this is that this is the crossover between the evolution of humanity mm -hmm. and the ones that are in the cave. And there's some spoilers, everybody. If you're going to hear this, well, you're going to hear some spoilers. The, the plot said it was Neanderthals, but they all look they're for, fully formed humans to me. Yes. So the ones, the ones that were, that is the family of tribe that we're following is the new humans. Okay. They're, they're, they're called in, if you're looking at the science, scientific side of it, mm -hmm. it, it's called, um, homo sapiens. And then they have in brackets wise men. And then the Homo sapiens prior to that is the Neanderthalenesis. So the ones that were in the cave was that was that tribe and they were dying out. And they they basically died out. That's that's what happened to them because then human race or the Homo sapien wise yeah, men took over took over to, not really I, I thought the suspense in this was really well done. I thought the I liked I liked the darkness of the film, but the, the way it was lighted, I really liked that you could still see what was going on. I told you it looked good. Yeah, yeah, of course you did. Um, I also thought the ending was was fantastic. I love the ending yeah, because 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 at the same time they showed how Homo sapiens were would did treat the treat the dead, and you know again I don't want to spoil who lives and dies at the end, but. The lady who kicks ass and punch dick, she does it all the way through the movie. That's what I'm going to tell you. And 
she did what she had to do at the end, but mm. then she regretted it. Yeah. Which I think would happen. Mm-hmm. I, I I think it would happen because because I think that was part of showing who her, her her humanity was, and also getting to see that you know what they maybe were not so different than you and I. Yeah, that was and that, that was and I know that was a heavy-handed point they were trying to get home, and I just didn't buy it and I didn't like it. Yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought the ending was almost perfect. I don't know but it was still mad. I don't know if I would have liked it any better was, than I thought in the daytime. I just, I don't know. It wasn't my kind of movie. It was a low mondo. Because I also like the fact they created a fucking language for it. I got to have a lot of respect for a director that that actually spends the time to write a fucking language for a movie. To me, to me that's brilliant. They invented Klingon. Yeah, if it's Star a good Trek. movie. Yeah, it was a really good movie. I liked it. Okay. It. it was a monster movie that wasn't really a full monster movie. Mm. It's no spoiler. Everybody who's talking about this it wasn't the talks worst. about the fact that it's not a real I monster. I think I would have enjoyed this last movie better if we had gone to that instead, but huh. I didn't know where it was playing. Well, so. it was we're playing hear at a little the bit. same theater. I'll see. I oh, no, it wasn't. No, it no, wasn't. See? Sorry, you guys no. went. It was playing at the same theater as I went to. <laughs> yeah, well. Because I was, we uh, I was all about Eau Claire this that week. We went to Landmark. Yeah, well. All right, that's so. That's problem. Um. No, wait, did you not like the sound in this too? I thought yeah, the sound, sound was really sound good. Sound was good. And the, the music. As I say, it was it? a well-made movie. And th- considering they were dealing with darkness and everything, that's tough to shoot. And they did it in a, in a very effective Probably way. Probably better than most. Yeah. So it was very effectively shot. I I liked a lot of it. That's why it's getting a man. Okay. I just. This was their first just, directorial yeah, debut, by it was, the way. It was decent. I, I would definitely go see something by the, the, the uh, whoever directed this again. Who directed it? I don't know. Andrew Cumming. Andrew. Hey, Andrew, I'll go watch your next movie. And I'll, I'll be brother? very open-minded going into it because you you did good. Just, you know. Just not great as well. Not great. Do better next I, time. I, I gave it a saying. low, man, Amondo, just because there was some. I did have some parts in it, but yeah, I, yeah. I, I like. I, I get it. I'm watching it. I was thinking this is this is kind of my type of movie, but it just for some reason just didn't land with me. I just you like know, I was annoyed it, by stuff what, that maybe I shouldn't have been, but I was. This or, was you spending too much time by yourself, and when you do no, that, you get inside it. your head and you don't. That's right. not true. The, you I, wouldn't it, have been holding where, where me I, the and only, hand. I prefer to be by myself. Believe me, he we says know. that. But you know. All right. What else did we see? We saw. Sometimes. I think about dying. dying. Which is aptly named, by the way. Mm. Ah, this is the story of Fran. Fran Dresser? No, oh. I don't know what her last name is. It's just Fran. She thinks about dying from time to time. Yeah. She she also enjoys cottage cheese on toast, <laughs> or just cottage cheese by itself. For the t- first twenty minutes, Fran doesn't utter a word. Not one word. Nope. It's not like you. Yeah, it's kind of like you. It's like- she works in an office where she meets a newly hired Robert. Robert is quite persistent in trying to get to know Fran. Fran doesn't quite know what to make of that. Mm-mm. But curiosity lets him into her life. It was nice to see Daisy Ridley in a role that let her show her abilities as an actor. Director Rachel Lambert takes us into this world where nothing especially exciting happens, but everything on the screen is absolutely fascinating. This film was another that seemed kind of custom made for me. I loved every frame of this. I 
adored every single character. I absolutely loved this movie. There was not one thing I would change about it. This movie was Mondo. Okay. Like super duper Mondo. You were like, you were, that was like, took a while to sort of drag out of you a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, are you just like basking in the movie's afterglow? Is I, that why? I'm still, I, I, this movie made me happy for like hours after I saw it. I was like, I was just so happy after I saw this movie. It was yeah. so, so good. Nice. Well, let me tell you what I thought about it. We'll have some more chit chat upon my expressionism. So as Bryce has already mentioned, a young lady who lives what appears to be the most mundane life ever where her favorite food is one of the only cheeses that's actually not a cheese, you know, cottage. Mm. She is socially awkward and could basically be invisible to anyone if she didn't take up space in the universe. But on top of that, she works in an office like any other office where water cooler talk is topical and could be in any other office in any other small town And then one of the office ilk retires and a new man, as you've already mentioned, what was his Mm, name? Robert. Robert takes her place. This man has a quirky, dry sense of humor and he seems different than the rest of the office peoples. Mm. Mostly because he said he's never had a job before. (laughs) (laughs) So that came out of the blue. I was like, what? It was one of the funniest scenes. (laughs) I couldn't stop laughing when I saw that. She slowly changes from the invisible lady who spends her days thinking about dying in random ways, like by snake or hanging from a crane or just decomposing in the sea or in the middle of a forest for no apparent reason. Just dead. What seems like an unlikely relationship of the most awkward and socially removed person with a man that loves movies and who just might see her a little bit for who she is. They build this chemistry that seems like the complete opposite of track syndrome. She hates his new movie. He takes her to, and he seems to possibly be the only person who could ever be possible to put a smile on her face. This is not your typical love slash romance film. In fact, it may not even be a love story at all. But it is a story about one person who finds somebody and they spend time together and she slowly makes change in her life that she probably never thought was possible before meeting this person. And on top of that, it had an absolutely perfect ending to a practically perfect film. Daisy Ridley may have been the wor- in the worst trilogy of the Star Wars franchise, but she is brilliant in this film. And our director, so Rachel Lambert, in this seems to understand how to take a character and not really change them at all, but allow them to come to life after dreaming about dying for an entire movie. This film, I am still thinking about. I'm still processing it. This film was so, so, so brilliant. I also thought it was Mondo. Yeah. I mean, the, I... I couldn't believe how good. Like I, I didn't know what to expect going in. I honestly didn't. But yeah, because the, the so trailer almost makes it look like it's more of a comedy. Although yeah. there is comedic parts. Oh, but there's stuff. The, just stuff where I was laughing my ass off. It's negative, dry. But, like yeah, there's it's, like the scene. Oh, it's so dry. Murray, there's a scene in it where they're at this restaurant after they go to this movie, and 
like the chemistry that's being made between them looks completely awkward and not chemistry, but it is actually chemistry because she'll have a smile on her face when she's saying things and the delivery of her lines make it seem like, cause he says, what did you think of the movie? And she's like, I hated it. And he's like, he's like, he's like, as if like, without having any tone to his voice, he's like, this could possibly be my favorite movie of all time, <laughs> which he didn't mean in any way, shape or form, but he just said it because it was contrary to what she had. Like just the dialogue between those two, I could sit and watch them talk to oh. each other for hours. Yeah. And you know, at least like most of her life, she sabotages her life. Like a lot of us do. And the end scene, I don't want to ruin it, but it, to me, it was a perfect ending. I don't know how you could have ended this no, more you, perfect. You couldn't have. It was just, it was just such a well-written, well-acted, just beautifully shot film. I just, I loved it, and the the way that I don't think I've ever seen a anything uh, kind of accurately kind of portray the Office, other than maybe the TV series The Office. This is like The Office, but without the looking into the camera and winking. Yeah, you know it was. But it, the, the humor's all there. The too. humor's all there, and like, but, but just, not, but not. But humor. anybody that's worked in an office can they can see like, yeah, that character exists in the office, and I, like it was very. Yes, <laughs> the the characters were all well defined, yeah. and yet the humor is not necessarily written to be humor. It's written to make you laugh at the absurdity of life. Yeah. It makes me want to hunt down. Um, What's her head? Uh, Rachel Lambert's other movie. I, I, yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but not do you only what it's called. You can tell I do. It's called uh, In the Radiant City, which I haven't seen. And the other thing is, it's got uh, Marin Ireland in it, who, who I just adore. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I gotta, I gotta seek this sucker out and yep. watch it. Well, well, maybe we should watch it together. Yeah. So. This time you're watching it with me, so you might ruin the movie for you. Obviously, possible. <laughs> Well, Mark, you know what that means. Oh, I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Yep. Mondo! Mondo! That's exactly what it means. That's exactly what it means. Boy, I love that movie. Ah, I did too. I think Murray would have hated it. I might have enjoyed it. It was oh, pretty I depressing. Oh, a lot better than Out of Darkness. You like sure. happy stuff. Yeah. It was pretty yeah, depressing. Yeah, but you said it was funny. Well, uh, it's it was dark, funny. dark funny. Yeah, dark funny. I like funny. dark funny. I like okay. the tra- I just... You like yeah. her too, don't you? I you do. like Daisy. I do. Nice. All right. She's mm. she's the best she's ever been in everything I've seen. Mm. She hasn't been in a whole lot. <laughs> I don't know. I thought she appeared by magic in Star Wars films, so. Yeah, but she was actually cast in those, and that's all she did for like ten years. Hmm. That's all she Since did. Since then, for I don't know what years. I don't know what else she did after that. Hmm. Daisy. 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 Are you done? Yep. Okay then. Love Exciting and new Come aboard We're expecting you Love Life's sweetest reward Let it flow It floats back to you Yeah, that's right Depending on when you listen to this Or what day we're pretending to record it it's Valentine's Day. What, what? Those of you with a romantic life, a spouse or even a pet, it might mean something. For lonely old dudes like me, I say bah humbug. What? 
So, Murray, you can be my Valentine. The rest of us, I give you movies that are not about love. At least not that mushy kind that maybe you can watch instead of being with humans. Uh, first off, Gone Girl. Yeah, I know. A Ben Affleck movie. Which means I'll never watch it. I put it on this list for Bryce. While I've never seen it, I hear Rosamund Pike gets naked and kills people. That almost almost makes me want to watch it, except for the previously mentioned Batfleck. Uh, Next up, Lars and the Real Girl. That's a good movie. Mm -hmm. Ryan Gosling and his sex doll. Nice. Now that's true love. Certainly is. And we have Fatal Attraction. That's not love. I didn't say it was. (laughs) This film is a warning to any of those married dudes out there. Don't cheat on your wife, or at least make sure it's not with a psycho. Yeah, I didn't like that. Fresh movie. boiled rabbit, anyone? Hassenfeffer. Stop the lobster. Ah, that's awesome. Yorgos Lanthimos, the new man crush of film rage. Yes. Also starring Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. The plot: single people are given 45 days to find a partner. If they don't, they will be turned into an animal. Uh, the Lobster is a social commentary about how coupling is at the forefront of many people's minds as a result of all the pressure from society, making it perfect for a romantic cynic. Again, never seen this one, but I heard it was pretty good. It is Amondo. Yep. Uh, marriage Story. Also, uh, again, that I was never awesome. saw this. So good. I never saw this, but I lived it. Anybody who ever saw their parents fight and eventually get divorced has been through it. It's a story of a couple trying to negotiate life after uh, apart, but doing, trying to do, uh, do its best for their, for their kid. Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson at their best. So I hear. In one I, of the best I think, scenes in a movie with couples in it. I think this sure. film would traumatize me even more than I already am. Possibly. Uh, Kill Bill. If you're uh-huh. looking for a movie that will restore your faith in love and relationships, this isn't it. <laughs> Uma Thurman is left betrayed and left for dead by her former lover and his hit squad. Revenge, killing, blood, and more killing. Blue Velvet. Blue Velvet is a messed up movie. Every character is the center of a scandal and becomes unable to escape. There are plenty of sex scenes, but for every romantic moment, there are at least two more that are violent and unhinged. Hey, look, it's an ear. Much like Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Heathers. Speaking of Winona Ryder, hands down my favorite movie of hers. Winona's Veronica Sawyer falls for the dark and mysterious JD, played by Christian Slater, and the couple soon go from faking suicides to straight up killing members of the student body. And finally, American Beauty. Kevin Spacey having a midlife crisis in a story in which nobody is happy. Almost every adult is involved in an affair or trying to be. All teenage characters are struggling to expel the baggage of their screwed up parents. It's impossible to watch American Beauty and conclude that getting into any kind of relationship is a good idea, let alone settling down and having kids. And if you're looking for a little horror, I recommend Valentine. 
my man from TV, David Boreanaz. There's somebody out there killing uh, women, and they think it's him. Mm. There's a lot of uh, 90s actresses in it you probably don't like. I think Heigl's one of them. But it's a decent horror movie. Anyway, <laughs> happy freaking Valentine's Day. Nice. Temperature rising. Vision blurring. Rage taking over. I love you so. My rage this week has nothing to do with movies. It has nothing to do with anything you guys probably want to hear about it, unless you take the bus. Used to. Yeah. So for those of us that have to take the bus in the city of Calgary right now, try and find a fucking bus stop that is consistent. Every morning I wake up, I've got to try and figure out where the my fucking bus stops because every other day there's construction change in my neighborhood. And today, of all days, again, I missed my bus because I went to where I thought the bus was going to stop and it did not stop there. I had somebody walking by and said, oh, you're not waiting for the blah, blah, blah number. And I'm, right. I'm like, yeah, I am. He's like, that doesn't stop there today. I'm like, what the hell? It's waiting there 10 minutes. I had noticed that about your neighborhood. Yeah. There's fucking of, hate. There's a lot of construction. Fucking hate the bus systems in our city or maybe the communication, even the app didn't explain it to me. So that's my rage this week. There you go. I don't hate taking the bus. In fact, I like it because I don't have to drive. I can listen to stuff, but I don't like it that I don't know. Put signs up that tell people, oh, by the way, today the bus isn't fucking stopping here. The bus makes me angry. Driving makes me angry. I just like to ride my bike. Try the train sometimes. We're all our, we're all on board with my rage. Which, our transit sucks, and I would rather which, spend the gas and drive. Which seemed I hate driving. Which seemed like I wasn't going to get any support for this rage. But thank you, boys, for uh, giving me the support I, I needed. I didn't have a car for the first ten years I lived here. I had to take the bus everywhere. Nice. Like I don't think and I transferred, supported you and in transferred your rage. three times. You said you hated the bus. You didn't disagree. Yeah, you said you hated the bus. So you're on my side. Eh, it's not for the same reasons. Just shut up and then let's move on. That's right. <laughs> Whatever. I'm taking the support. Uh, my rage this week is because I went to the movie last minute. I got charged fifteen dollars and seventy fifteen dollars and seventy four cents to watch Lisa Frankenstein. <laughs> well worth it. Well worth every. I penny. paid zero. That's my rage. <laughs> uh, I could support you on that if I hadn't had to buy five or six movies within the last four years because of you. So I'm like, all right. He had to pay money for <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Heavens. That's like a win for me. Yeah, this is, this is the same guy who I could you go. Know, I could go on about the whole deal that it's so 
stupid that that the, I'm I'm a part of Cine Club or whatever it's called, yeah, the Cineplex, and I can't get the 9.99 movie even though I'm a part of the club because I didn't buy my ticket online because there I don't have, don't have a walking around phone, That's so I got got to do it in advance. I can't just you know walk what I'm up. hearing about this actually because. My rage this week was going to be that Bryce stood me up and forced Murray to have to have a double date with me. But then I had so much joy with having Murray there. I was like, whatever, Bryce can pretend he's sick. Well, he it, my rage is having to sit through uh, Out of Darkness because Bryce bailed on us. I was only going for the one movie. You don't get a rage. I do so get a rage. Oh, <laughs> uh, You know what? So, so my rage is Bryce. There yeah, you go. There you go. I'll jump on that bandwagon. Wait, sorry, was this your rage? Rage subsiding. Pulse slowing. Anger fading. Last week on Rage or Dare, Jim finally chose a film from Bryce's rage bag that Bryce thought may never get picked. The 2011 beast of a teen romance film aptly named Beastly. This week, both Jim and Bryce can choose to rage or dare or Casey. And rumor has it that my bag is almost empty. Makes you want to empty it, doesn't it, boys? Well, doesn't it? <laughs> now let's check in with Jim and see how beastly beastly can actually be. Hmm? Well, we're waiting. <laughs> Love that man. I'd have his babies if I had a uterus. That's all I'm saying. All right, so... <clears throat> beastly. The music was poopy, except for one song by The Hives, which actually made me a little bit joyful because I kind of like The Hives. And they have a 30-something playing a high school student, which kind of threw me off, where he is so full of himself... His green initiatives for his resume is vote for me. I'm rich, beautiful, and popular. And then after meeting who I assume is one of the most annoying people that has ever appeared in any movie ever, we settle into a story not unlike every other typical teenage film featuring Mary-Kate Olsen or other adjacent type child star turned teenage star turned 20-something has been. It's got paper-thin characters who by all rights would never talk to our lead or anybody that's part of the lead fucknuts family who's so full of himself, but yet the story requires that they'd still do talk to him for whatever reason, which nobody would. Well, one does the other Mary Kate, who's a witch, I guess, and cast a spell on him by saying, best embrace the suck. That That's her her curse. Mm. Best embrace the suck. I don't know what that means. It was magic phrase. Just get used to it. You should probably Did it make best him beastly? It made him a little beastly. Nice. So then he gets ugly and has to get someone to love him in a year or stay ugly forever. Personally, I thought he kind of looked like Post Malone. So I didn't find him all that ugly. Blah, 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 Beauty and the Beast, blah, 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 hated everything in this film and everything about this movie, except that Neil Patrick Harris 
is hired as a blind tutor, which made this almost watchable because he was in it for about five minutes. But no, it is not watchable, Bryce. No. Not at all. No. But I did. I watched every second of it. Of course you did. You're a professional. Yet, Yet he never teaches him, the tutor, and he doesn't go to school. So I was a little confused as to what happened to his high school diploma for over that year. Oh, well, the story about high school stopped making sense. So this must have changed direction to a love story. Didn't talk about high school anymore. Mm. It was a love story. Or should I say a stalker story? Yes, he basically stalks this girl that had no right to like him in the first place. And in the end, everything works out just like every other teenage fairy tale romance film with me annoyed, full of rage, and Bryce, I hate your fucking guts. Mm. Oh, and as a surprise it yes. took me right up until the end to realize that the main star in this was also the star of those god-awful fucking high school musical films known as high school musical one high school musical two and high school musical three mm. bryce you are gross yep. this film was almost as gross as you and it's also a huge rage yeah. i hated this movie it was so terrible and painful, and I had to go through another high school musical without any singing, and seeing her in it also made me want to throw up a lot. Yeah, the only disappointing thing, it was only an hour and 26 minutes. That was, was the only good I, thing. I, was, I really wish it was longer. That was the only good thing in this the only movie. thing that I was like, ah, oh, man, I, I know how awful this is, but it's only an hour and 26 minutes. You, Could they not have stretched this out a little longer? They needed to stretch this out. We need this to, is really, really, really bad. Like, I know. It's, it's, I, it's, saw, I saw it in theaters, dude. Uh, I, I can't believe... This is so, Murray, this is so, so bad. I don't doubt it. It's so, so, like, so, so. My wife couldn't even watch five minutes of it. Like, she can usually last five minutes. And she was like, she and she always does it. Like, it's a surprise to her. Why are you watching this? (laughs) You know why I'm watching this. You know why I'm watching this. We don't be, we're not called Film Rage for no reason. This movie is so completely awful. And, yeah, Mary-Kate Olsen is also awful in this. Where's like, your sister? They're in everything together. No, they're no, not. Not, not in, in this one. Well, there's yeah. your problem. She probably should have been two of them. Yeah, if there was two of them, it might have been twice as terrible. But mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah, this was good choice for this. <laughs> yes. All right. I've been, so- I've been waiting on this for a long time. That sucker's been in my bag for like got to be year and a half. Twenty years. Okay, where's Casey's bag? Let's get this. Shit. Oh, you weren't doing one. We're doing week. Casey. Yeah. Top. Yeah. You didn't even ask. Oh, he's got a whole bunch in here. There's no bag's not empty. No. Let's go to Murray. We haven't bought got a merman bag of rage. Here, Murray, why don't you pull we doing us out? Merman? One? Yeah, we got okay, Casey's got merman. stuff. Unless where did how did they magically get in there? Last time I looked there was like mm. one or two. Uh, now just for everybody so that you know, we will not be having Rage or Dare next week because unfortunately I'm traveling on business. So we might not even have me next week. Who knows what business happens? Slash party, whatever. That's right. Okay, I thought it was blank, but no, oh, for crying out loud, merman. <laughs> I already love what this it's, is going to be. It's, oh. my, my mother loves this movie. There you go. Nice. I'm listening. It's not red. It's red, too. That's right, because I like the first one. <laughs> he also knows that you'll hate it. <laughs> 
Yes, of course but you un- will. Unfortunately, I might not hate this as much as. as oh, well, I'm, I'm trying to. I've seen it. You I, can't have watched <laughs> this and not hated it. <laughs> I don't remember hating it, so I'm kind of looking right, forward to seeing uh, it now. There we go. There go. Nice. I'm trying a new concept. What is I, this new concept? I, I, I used to look at dollar bins to get DVDs. Mm-hmm. But this time I just went straight to uh, to Tubi because stuff you can watch for free. <laughs> There's so much good Tubi to make oh, us this rage. One might have, this one might have been just top of my head kind of a thing. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. but the, the thing is, is that Bryce should really not show his hands too much because a lot of times we can pick some really good Oh, I know exactly who he hates. Listen, it's not hard to pick <laughs> movies with people that he hates. I love everybody. No, you don't. Especially you. Yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. See the I love good times. everybody, good times. especially you. I love everybody, especially you. I don't know the next line. Eh, that's okay. Mr. Rogers. Well, well, I love it. Thanks, Ragers, for listening. Thanks to Extended Film Rage Family, you can find in our show notes. Thanks to Casey from the Nerdy Photographer, the voice of Rager Dare. Find us on social media everywhere at Film Rage YYC. Check out everything Film Rage at FilmRageYYC.com, including our merch site for Redbubble and TeePublic. We're always wanting to make this a raging blast for all listeners, so please comment, like, subscribe, and send us emails to FilmRageCalgary at gmail.com. Dare to see terrible movies to fuel our rage, but no matter what you do, Please, 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 please make us rage. That's it for this week. Rage on. Rage on.